stay the same, but the ratio changes and it's wild. Like that's clearly why I've started like doing MMA fighting. Like I want to fight a bitch and I want to fuck my last egg is like, ah, the thunder egg is about to drop. Have you ever been in Trader Joe's and you have to rush out to go home and masturbate? Has that happened to anybody this week? Just me? Fantastic. Hey, little fact. If you're thinking about sex on the street, every man suddenly becomes a psychic. Did you know that? They all know. Where have they been hiding this ability? Crazy stuff. No, life is going so well for me. Things are so good. Hey, all I have to think about, the only thing I can think about is don't die. (laughs) I'm like, things are really good. I think I'm going to die. It's like, things are too, things are too good. Performing every day, great. My life is fantastic. It's amazing. Uh, And I have the libido of a 14-year-old boy. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad stuff. But I don't want to die. So I've been trying to take extra special precautions. Uh, I'm smoking less weed in the morning before I take my shower to avoid slip and falls. Right? I'm totally looking both ways before crossing the street. No phones, no distractions. Don't want to get hit by a car. Right? I'm avoiding schools. I've eliminated all the choking hazards from my apartment. Uh, Tiny Legos. Very small pretzels. (laughs) 27-year-olds. Could you imagine suffocating? Like, I die suffocating on jizz. (laughs) At my funeral, Lauren's like, oh, at least she died doing what she loved. (laughs) 27-year-olds, there we go. Ooh, I... Woo! My thunder egg is about to drop. My whole life is crazy! So I decided to clean up the crash site a little bit. And my bathroom light is out. So for safety, I went into the kitchen. And I got out my pot trimming shears. I don't know if anybody knows the little orange handle kind that you trim pot with. And I'm kind of going at it. And I snipped my vagina, you guys. I snipped my vestibule. So I'm in the kitchen bleeding for like the last time from the wrong place. (laughs) And I had to apply a lot of pressure. So I'm applying so much pressure. And uh, because you can't can't put a Band-Aid on a hairy pussy. (laughs) It has nothing to stick to. Those are my new jokes. It's still, it's only three minutes. What was I missing? There was something else I wrote about. Oh, yeah, I have to throw this line in somewhere. Yeah, sure, I swallow, but I always keep a little bit just for witchcraft. That's a good line, right? What else? Okay, I I think that's my new joke, so I'm done with it. But at least I did it without my notebook, and then I'll go look back and be like, what did I fuck up on? Okay, yay, that's my new joke. Life's going really well. Thanks. Let's just stop. Stop now. Stop it. Stop it. You're taking away your own time. You're taking away your own time. Stop it. I'm just going to bring up your sticker. You're crazy. Uh, okay. And I'm sober today, too. I get to work at a bar tonight, too, and I'm being sober, which makes no sense. It's, anyway. Okay. Uh, your first comedian tonight. Put your hands together, everybody. For Kelly Evans. Yay. But, but, like, sober, you know? Like, I mean, she's high as fuck right now. Come on. Like, not that sober. I like that we moved the room around, you know? I've always wanted to perform the sound of someone taking a shit in my right ear. That's been a dream of mine. All right. Uh, I, uh, 
been thinking a lot about like why I'm bad at relationships recently. And I just remembered I had a girlfriend in college <laughs> break up with me because she said she had to find herself. Yeah, and the strangest thing, it turns out herself was located right next to my friend Todd's cock. So, <laughs> what are the chances, you know? Wild. <laughs> you whore. Uh, Tiffany, sorry. Anyway, <laughs> I just went to another place. Um, yeah, I. the problem was is that I just wanted it too bad. Like, I've always been, like, really romantic, I guess. Like, I just watched a bunch of movies growing up as a kid, and I was like... Yeah, it's going to be me one day, you know, like just the the movies in America really do it to you. Like, I think I'm the only one who watched The Notebook and was like, man, I wish I had Alzheimer's. That'd be pretty cool, you know, <laughs> be pretty dope. Somebody take care of me and tell me about our love life. Um, yeah, but the thing is, like, 20-year-old women don't like that. <laughs> That's not like an appealing trait uh, in a guy. So I would just start faking it and that, like, I just act really like I don't give a shit just like super aloof, I'd be like, you know what? If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Whatever, you know? Like, I don't know. I'm busy this weekend, so maybe we'll hang out. And then eventually uh, she would be like, okay, well, uh, I'm going to see other people then. And I'd be like, oh, please don't leave me. I love you. I'll do anything. I'll let you peg me. Yeah, you said you wanted to. So I just, I'm a fucking pushover when it comes to relationships. Um, all right. Fantastic. Uh, I sold weed all throughout uh, high school uh, and college uh, and a little bit after college, and I do it now, but it's legal, so thanks, California. Um, yeah, anyway, but uh, I lived with my parents until I was like 20, uh, 21, and one day I came home, my mom has all my weed just like laid out on the coffee table, and she's like, I am so fucking disappointed in you right now because... I have been driving an hour to get weed. And you had it the whole time? Are you fucking kidding me? And then she smoked half of my weed. So that's why I didn't tell her. I didn't. Yeah, my mom uh, told me that she smoked weed in ninth grade. And honestly, I probably should have noticed a lot sooner because she had like four lava lamps and reeked of patchouli and had more rings on her fingers than Johnny Depp. It was either she was smoking weed or starting a Wiccan cult. You know, like that really... We're the only two options. Okay, that's not going anywhere. Um, let's see. My family's dumb. We've talked about this before. Uh, my uncle loves conspiracy theories. He's a huge fan. He likes to share as many as possible. At Christmas, he, uh, sorry, Thanksgiving, he told me, um, you know what, man? I don't know if you heard this, but Bill Clinton has been eating babies. Yeah. Can you believe Bill Clinton and Nancy Pelosi and Dianne Feinstein, they're all doing it. To stay young because the adrenochrome keeps me young forever. And I'm like, it is not working, okay? Have you seen Diane Feinstein? She is a mummy person, all right? She is... Sorry, Lauren, I apologize. No offense to you. Uh, <laughs> Never mind. Don't mean to... Anyway, let's move on. Uh, anyway, uh, the thing is, like, also, Bill Clinton's not eating babies. That's just a fucking preposterous notion, all right? He's probably fucking teenagers, though. He is <laughs> most likely doing that. There's a guy who knew. He's dead now, though. He's uh, accidental hanging or whatever. Um, anyway, but uh, what else is going to finish on? Um, 
Oh, I guess I'll do this. It's we'll try to fucking run through it. I think progressives. The problem is people are dumb. Let's just you know everybody's dumb. None of us are really that smart either. Honestly, okay. Can we just admit that all of us? I mean, we're here right now. That's probably we all think we're gonna make it. None of us here. Maybe one. Uh, maybe Daniel. Um, nah, never mind. Anyway, but the thing is. I, uh, progressives, I feel, just need to... They're trying too hard to make things sound smart is the problem. You can't say, like, gender binary because some, that's, nobody's going to fucking understand what that means. You have to say, like, the JJ or BP, maybe, the, depending on the day. And they'll be like, I get that. That I can wrap my head around. All right, that's my time. Have a great day, everybody. I'm going to poop now. Yay, Kelly Evans. Clearly, Nancy Pelosi is not eating babies because I didn't know Skeletor had a sister. Uh, your next comedian, he's got to run out of here and get to Best of SF. Clap your hands together for Dan Lewis. Yay! Thank you, everybody. Good cheers. Cheers. See you, Kelly. Fuck that guy. No, I'm just joking. He's a good man. Okay, everybody. How we doing? Take a breath for a second here. I've been doing too many open mics. You know how I know? I was taking a lap dance the other day and the song ended. I was like, I get two more minutes, right? I bought a beer. <laughs> I wasn't into it. We're destroying the planet. That's their saying. We're destroying the planet. We may have to eventually colonize another planet. They're like, we're going to have to go to Mars because we're destroying the environment on Earth. A weird solution. You know where the environment is really terrible? Mars. It's negative 100 degrees on Mars. And how are we going to explain to our grandkids what the fuck we're doing there, you know? Granddad, why do we have to leave Earth? Oh, it was horrible. It got five degrees warmer. <laughs> so we had to come to this place where everything is one color and there are no trees. You know, we're going to fuck up Mars too, though, right? We're going to dig up whatever they have underground, burn it. Pretty soon the place will be negative 95. We'll have to get the hell out of there. Anyway. Pretty good. Okay. Yeah, so this woman, Kate Smith, I was reading about this woman, Kate Smith. You may know her famous version of God Bless America. They play it at the Yankees games and stuff. She was around a long time ago. And uh, she got canceled recently because they found out that she recorded a couple of racist songs back in the 1930s. Yeah, so she got canceled. If that doesn't teach her a lesson, then hopefully dying of old age in 1986 did. <laughs> The idea is you can't, we shouldn't be enjoying uh, the fruits of someone's labor if they did something problematic in the past, right? So this is kind of a bad news for science, isn't it? Right, like uh, uh, hopefully, uh, what's his name? Alexander Fleming, hopefully he didn't do anything wrong because uh, no, then we're, uh, fuck, forget it. <laughs> penicillin, that's the guy that invented penicillin and we can't use penicillin anyway, okay. All right, fuck that one up, I'm sorry. You guys are, uh, you guys ever meet those people that they're like, uh, they don't remember you. Uh, they're like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't know who you are. But they, they ask for extra credit by being like, uh, I'm good with faces, though, not with names. Right? They're like looking for partial credit for not knowing who you are. It doesn't work that way. Just try telling your geography teacher, uh, I know all 50 states. Yeah, I just don't know any of them by name. I just know them by shape. I know the square one. I know the, uh, the island one. It's pretty good. What would it be like to be good with names but not with faces? That would be a little confusing, right? You walk up to somebody at a bus stop and just go, Jessica, right? 
He's like, uh, have we met? And you're like, I have no idea. I have no way of knowing that. I, uh, it's my curse. I can't have personal relationships with anybody. I'm good with names. Cool. What else are we doing here, guys? Some, some people also do is, I don't know if you guys, I don't know if you guys think of math, but people often are very vocal about how they don't like math. And in fact, they're often like really, they're, they're kind of like proud of not being able to do math. It's weird. Like at the end of a meal, they get the bill. They're like, oh, don't make me do the tip. That's math. I can't do math. They don't do that with other disciplines. At the beginning of the meal, you give them the menu. They don't go, oh, don't give that to me. Those are words. I can't read. Oh, thank you. One minute left. Yeah. Talking to some female friends of mine. They're always, they're always telling me, they're like, oh, we're out there looking for sex just as much as you guys. And I don't really buy it, though, because there's something called Fuck Me Shoes. Do you guys ever heard of this? Amy Winehouse had a song, Fuck Me Pumps. These are shoes that women put on in an evening to kind of indicate they might be down for some anonymous sex that night, which suggests that they have other shoes that indicate otherwise. I don't know about you guys, but all of my shoes are Fuck Me Shoes. My gardening Crocs, my soccer spikes. Matter of fact, everything in my closet is of the Fuck Me variety including my dusty old fuck me baseball glove from when I was a kid. Okay, that doesn't work. <laughs> Thank you guys, thanks for listening, appreciate it. Dan Lewis, everyone. What is the, why, is it a glove because you masturbated with the glove? I don't understand. It doesn't even, don't explain it to me, I'll figure it out someday. Uh, put your hands together for Dan Lewis, yay, yay, yay. All right, I'm giving everybody extra 30 seconds just because the list is short. But I know that you all have places to go probably too, so but we're just, we'll move through it. It's great. We're having fun. Put your hands together for your next comedian, Amy Stringer. Hello. Um, I just got this app, this new app called Planta. Um, I'm a plant parent. And anyone else? Anyway, whatever. It's uh, <laughs> it's a it's an app that tells you how to take care of your plants, and it listed my skill as hopeless. And I was like, you don't you don't know me. My succulents are thriving. We don't talk about the herbs. They're the black sheep of the family. They're always complaining. They're like, I'm hungry. I'm thirsty. I lost another arm. I'm like, do I have to do everything? Ugh. Yeah, whatever. Uh, I I have a I have a a public service announcement. Squirting is not the same as having an orgasm. Yeah. Um, thank you, thank you. Uh, it, it's more like it's more like a fun party trick, like. Like, oh, look, I can open a bottle of champagne with my G-spot, you know? But you don't want to waste the bottle of champagne on just the explosion, right? Uh, and, and there's a lot of controversy around squirting. It's like, is it, what is it? Is it, is it pee? Is it not? Who knows? There hasn't been enough medical research done on women to know for sure, so let's just reserve our judgment. And in theory, yeah, maybe it's gross, but in practice, I have gotten nothing but rave reviews. <laughs> like um, when, when 
guys a couple a couple times when guys have like found out that I can squirt they their eyes get all wide and they're like can you do that on my face and I'm like sure and then I will never talk to you again because you will drown there's only room for one of us on this wooden plank Jack and you are already underwater (laughs) I will let go um what oh yeah it's like it's also it's like a you know it's like a water park you know it's kind of it's if you think about it maybe it's gross but who isn't having a great time (laughs) you know uh everyone likes a good splash zone a good log ride you know that would that would probably be my Cirque du Soleil act like like a that would squirting would be my my act but everyone would get a tarp it's like why it's like you know it's why people go to like yellowstone to go see old faithful and like niagara falls you get you wear your tarp i don't know where i'm going with this i don't even want to keep going this is dumb um whatever price of admission i don't know (laughs) what's up how are you guys Nice, cool, 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 great. Um, All right, can I stop now? (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) All right, I'm just gonna stop, thank you. Yay, Amy's Trigger. Your body is water park. Is that that how that song went? Who was that guy, Mayor? Uh, All right, your next comedian. He's all the way from Vermont and he's here for the summer. He's actually on two shows with me tomorrow. One at Atlas at 2 o'clock and the other on Valencia Street Art Corridor thingy at 4.30. Put your hands together, everybody, for Charlie Moore. Yay! (sighs) There's pee and squirt. (laughs) Ah! Damn. Everybody gives R. Kelly so much shit for his piss fetish, but, like, I guess he's just being a feminist trying to return the favor. That joke is only about the peeing, by the way. I would not joke about the rest. (laughs) Uh, Has anyone here ever been skydiving before? You have. After the show, go up. Just just ask how he's doing. All right, ask him how he's okay. Because nobody ever goes skydiving during, like, a good chapter of their life. Like, it doesn't happen. Nobody ever is like, oh, you know, my first son was born, so I went skydiving to celebrate. No, nobody ever does that. Usually it's like, oh, like I broke up with my girlfriend. I went through my third divorce. I needed a new perspective on life, and it was either this or LSD, but I'm scared of a bad trip, so I chose skydiving. Like that. Um, You know how I know that is because I looked up a YouTube video for how to get over a breakup, and the first thing that popped up was an advertisement for skydiving. Yeah. Uh, I took a trip to the South recently, and I found people to be very kind, especially in Southern hospitality. People were so kind. They come up to me to offer me directions without me having to ask. Like one guy comes up to me, he's like, hey son, you better get on the road over there. So kind of him. Another guy's like, hey, looks like you're in the wrong town. So nice. Um, And the thing I found is liberals, is we go to the South with these like expectations to find racism. We don't give people like enough of a chance to finish what they're saying. We just assume they're gonna be racist. So what I started doing is I listened to the full statement. Like, is one guy, comes up to me and he's like, hey, we are the silent majority. Bad, until he continued. 
and we can no longer stay silent in the face of injustice. Or another guy came and he's like, hey, I wish we could go back to the 60s so I could use my white privilege to help Martin Luther King. So, so kind of him. Uh, I'm born on the same day as my mom, as you guys know. I've talked about that before. And the thing that people always talk about is if the twin telepathy stuff still applies. And I have to say, unfortunately, it does. Like one time I was like doing my homework and my mom was like, hey, son, what are you doing? Homework, mom. Then why the fuck are we both high? I can't get away with anything. Uh, let's do this. I probably wouldn't do this on stage. Uh, but I have a friend. He's from Alabama. And he actually is also born on the same day as his mom. And he told me that it's awesome to actually have that telep telepathy with your mom because it's incredible to be able to experience male and female orgasm at the same time. <laughs> I would know. I just wanted to see how we go. Thank you guys so much. Shirley Moore, giving his time back to the room. Very nice. Um, yeah, you, you did three. You just did three minutes. That's all. That's great. Well, you were and you were talking pretty fast, so maybe that's part of it too. But the um, yeah, your um, <laughs> telepathy with your mom. Ooh, I'm telling you, that it'd be nice if people understood menopause. Uh, your next, um, Denise is told me she's gonna run a little late. So next up is put your hands together, everybody, for Josh Kotsky. Yay! I had, a, I had a buddy who went skydiving on a Friday evening. That seems more like a like a Sunday night kind of a thing, you know? Like I don't want to fuck up my weekend. Uh, I saw this great documentary on Netflix. Uh, it's called Crying Foul. It's about depression in ducks. You should all give it a watch. Uh, apparently, when a duck gets sad, it plucks out all its feathers. And if it gets really depressed, it'll go to Chinatown and hang itself. Uh, a, Star Wars, a Star Wars fans? Yeah, I love Star Wars. I used to think it'd be really cool if the Force was real, you know, like, but I don't know. I Growing up, I now realize that the Jedi are just like this weird religious cult where the more religious you are, the more powerful, which would suck in San Francisco. You know, you're walking down Market, some weirdo in a robe approaches you. You will buy tickets to Shen Yun. Uh, I, I love I love Marvel, all that stuff. I like how they're getting more progressive. Uh, in Eternals, they had the first gay superhero, first bi superhero. They're actually coming out with this movie about a superhero team where every single member of the team is male to female transitioned. The X-Men. Uh, I, uh, I don't know, my favorite, if I was an X-Men, I think I'd be Wolverine. Uh, not for the claws or the healing factor, I'm just also aggressively hairy. You know, when I shower, I have to shampoo my shoulders. <laughs> it's fucking dumb. My favorite X-Men character is Magneto. Uh, I think it's because, you know, I'm Jewish, and Magneto is one of the few Jewish superheroes. Uh, I do think it's kind of screwed up that they gave him magnet powers, though, you know? I think they're in the writer's room. They're like, all right, uh, what power should we give our brand-new Jewish superhero? Some guy raised his hand. Uh... How about the ability to pick up loose change? There. I, uh, I've been watching a lot of Hulu commercials because my ex-girlfriend's dad is too cheap for premium. And I've been seeing these commercials for Roman swipes. Do any of you guys know what those are? 
Yeah, people don't like to admit that they know what Roman swipes are. It's basically a moist towelette that you swab on your dick so you don't finish too fast, you know? That's what our scientists are working on, you know, chemically-induced whiskey dick. Uh, what I like, though, is their ads, because they always advertise, we will deliver Roman wipes to you in a discreet, unmarked package. You know, like the kind of thing you get a bomb delivered in. Because guys would rather you think that they're a terrorist than that their dick doesn't work good. Uh, I got bullied a lot in school, but it's okay because I was only bullied for things that don't apply to me anymore. Like I was bullied for being a short, chubby, annoying, needy Jew. Uh, but since then, since then, I've gotten taller. All right. Uh, <laughs> my, uh, my, my, there's no Chinese people, so this doesn't work. I just learned about, there's this like Chinese superstition that some parents will tell their kids that if you don't finish all of your rice, uh, you'll date someone ugly, which is really messed up. Uh, I actually just learned about it. Uh, my girlfriend told me about this as she was dumping half a Poke Bowl down the trash, so I think that's bullying. I, s I, saw, this, uh, I saw this scientific study uh, where the scientists put a rat in a cage with two buttons. One button would dispense cocaine, and the other button would dispense an Oreo cookie. Now the scientists were trying to figure out which of these substances was the most addicting. What they actually found was the world's luckiest rat. Yeah. My girlfriend my girlfriend hates rat jokes, so that's why I did that one. She hates rats so much, uh, we won't even say the word rat, so instead we just say R word, uh, which is not good in public. Like we were walking by this restaurant and I was like, oh, you know, they had to close this restaurant because they found a bunch of R words in the kitchen. To which she responded, why doesn't someone just kill them? So it kind of seems like, you know, we're fine with genocide, but we're not quite comfortable saying retarded. Uh, that's one. I'm, getting, I'm getting sick of these targeted ads on my phone. You know, like, uh, stop giving me ads for Panda Express, okay? That's not what I mean by hot, nasty Asian. Uh, it's annoying. And the, my phone's listening to me all the time. You know, you, you talk about sports, you know, ding. Giants that I talk about dinner, ding, Domino's pizza. I was having this argument with my girlfriend, and she was yelling at me for hours. Doesn't matter what it's about, okay? It's personal, don't get nosy. Uh, but as soon as she's done screaming, you know, ding, ad for Roman wipes. All right, thanks for your time, everybody. Yay, yay, Josh Gaske, yay. You can see him next week, next. Saturday the 18th at Neck of the Woods. Get your tickets now. Josh Kotsky's on that show. I think Amy Stringer's also on that show. And that's at Neck of the Woods next Saturday. Yay, Josh Kotsky, yay. All right, um, I'm really excited for your next comedian. She's one of my favorite people in the Bay Area, and you can see her tomorrow on the Valencia Art Corridor show and uh, in the following week on the North Beach Festival thing. It's going to be great. Put your hands together, everybody, for Lauren Kraut. Yay! <laughs> Thank you. See me next week. See me today. See me never again. Maybe you could tell already, but I'm just a C-minus lesbian. Other lesbians know how to change a tire. I have trouble putting batteries in my vibrator. Other lesbians are all fast-tracked to a relationship. I'm still single. Being a single lesbian in San Francisco is like being at a buffet and starving to death. 
Other lesbians are part of the community. I'm my own little neighborhood. Hey, you dykes, get off of my lawn. Oh, wait, no, come back. Oh. Maybe my motto shouldn't be seen when dyke march, seen them all. I don't hang out at gay bars and pick up women. I pick up lint. Really, I'm a bad lesbian. Bad lesbian, bad, no Harley for you. I'm single, okay? Other lesbians won't look at you if you're not in a relationship. If you're a single lesbian in San Francisco, you might as well wear a sign that says, I heart dick. Secondly, I'm too old. For the purposes of, purposes of this joke, all lesbians are young. I may dress young, but I've got feelings older than these kids. Check her out, dressing in those jeans and boy shoes. Yeah, this is how young lesbians talk. <laughs> Didn't your mother have time to dress her this morning? She's probably somebody's mother. What's up, mama lesbian? <laughs> Where the hell are all the lesbians over 40? Where did you go and why aren't you inviting me? I'm on Facebook. I have a cat. But maybe, maybe these things don't matter anymore. Maybe it is all about youth and good looks and fashion and having a new iPhone and texting. So what if you can juggle fire? That doesn't impress the young dykes of today. No, you gotta eat fire. You gotta have a fire tattoo. You gotta juggle great looks and a fine job and sexy clothes and Twitter followers and pierced tongues and a double bogey up the hill or whatever. That's not me. I'm just your average looking lesbian. Okay, so I'm anorexic, OCD, and I love the Marx Brothers. So what? Fuck you, young lesbian. Yes, I know who the Marx Brothers were, and if you had any sense at all, you would too. So which one of you guys wants to come on with me tonight? Walk like Groucho. I didn't do that very well. Walk like Groucho. All right. Thank you. Um, can we just stop shooting people, please? Thank you. Can we stop shooting and killing, stop hating? I always get to this part and then forget what comes next. It doesn't, it doesn't hurt me if my neighbor is black and I'm white, if he's Muslim and I'm Jewish, if he's Republican and I'm not an idiot. God damn it. All right, we'll move on. Um, I refuse to believe I'm the only one counting out five squares of toilet paper whenever I use the bathroom. How many other obsessives here tonight? Just me, that guy? All right. What good is a compulsion if you can't take it with you everywhere? That's what I say. And that's as close as I'm getting to a poop joke, so settle down. How about a song? How about a short song? Uh, I hate to have an existential crisis when I'm on stage in front of all of you. Questioning life's meaning and its purpose, not finding any and letting you all down. All right, that's my time. Thanks very much. Oh, there's chocolate. Yay, Lauren Kraut, yay. Yay, and then yay, clapping. With the clapping in the hands. Make the hands clap with the clamp. You guys clap the hands together. Yay. Thank you, Lauren Kraut. All that new stuff is fantastic. I haven't heard you do any of that stuff. That was great, all that lesbian stuff. I've never heard that stuff. I was like, wow, cool. All right, you're not, we're having a gay rock block. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for Brady Pearson. Shoes, not just shoes, I'm 
anybody it's pride month it's very exciting i can feel it all of i mean all of that stuff that i've been going through being called a faggot having all of my friends pelted with paint having my rights taken away it's all made up for this month i mean i had no idea that so many corporations care so deeply about me I mean, I have been called a faggot almost every month since that. Uh, can't imagine what's going on everywhere else, and yet corporations decide to say, hey, you're okay. Because I need that validation from corporations, don't we all? I mean, I didn't, I mean, I had no idea I was a stomping homosexual until Robert Half told me on LinkedIn. No, seriously, like every, did you notice that? Like whenever, because Pride is one of the only holidays that is set by, uh, auto calendar so like you know june 1st bam everything's a rainbow and then the last day of june it's like fuck you peace out you know talking about right like all of a sudden all the pride see pride is one of those holidays where the computers tell you what day it is right you know it's june 1st because suddenly every fucking logo on probably tiktok everyone gets a rainbow right because they have been helping me and gay people this entire time it just took that rainbow to let me know that Thank you so much for that. And it's surprising because, you know, I mean, I've been a gay person for so long. I've been sucking dick for a very long time. I've been ducking, sucking dick so long. I've been sucking dick since it was a crime. Anybody else sucking dick since it was a crime? No, any other cocksuckers in the room? Queers in the room. Queers, queers. All right, so you and I were born a crime. Very exciting. We get to share that together, right? This is your Gay and Lesbian History Month, by the way. I'm going to take advantage of it. So yes, I mean, I was, I mean, I, I'm so old. I'm so old that my first dating app was Pestle. Come on, laugh now, Pam. Do you get it yet? It's mortar and pestle, but, but see, it's not the same word. You'd, it, it would be P-E-S-T-L with a logo, right? Pestle, right? And you have to figure out, I mean, we actually actually had to write love notes to each other. Actually, that's a lie. We cruised each other. I mean, my first social network was a bathroom. That's where I learned to network, ladies and gentlemen. That's how I learned to communicate with my hands and other things. I mean, I'm so, I've been sucking dick for so long that I'm trying to think of what else. Because, you know, I'm kind of tired of those jokes, man. It's, it's kind of. But I've been really excited about everything going on recently, you know, and I'm wondering what us gay men can do to, to help our sisters now that um roe v wade is in danger like what can we as gay men do for pride month like what can we do are there any straight men in the audience tonight any, any straight guys okay so good oh good okay well good this this might help you um i'm volunteering my services to take all of those unwanted loads i can do that for you so you don't have to worry about getting any girl pregnant and i'm sure that you can find some of some other of my people That'd be so happy to service you in that way. You're welcome. Um, I'm also so old that I have probably swallowed some of your siblings. You're welcome. You didn't want that family drama, did you? And since it's pride, I'm going to sing a really filthy song for you because I feel like it. And um, it goes something like this. I will write another one after this month. 
your son will come out tomorrow. Better be a bottom and he'll swallow all my cum. He'll be gay and he won't be lonely. I'll chis on his chin. He'll grin and say, Tomorrow, tomorrow, I'll bottom. Tomorrow, it's only a gay away. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Brady Pearson. Yay! Brady Pearson! Clap your hands together, Brady Pearson. Yay! Yeah, take some chocolate. I, I brought, I got, I, I was super high and I was at Grocery Outlet and I was like, I'm just going to buy chocolate. Why, why not? It's food stamps anyway, so don't worry. You can thank your Uncle Sam for the free chocolate today. I'm still really high. Um, that was great, Brady. Yay! Your shirt, too, makes me feel like I'm on acid. I love it. It's, like, very cool. Oh, good. Kavina made it. Cool. Um, your next comedian, though, is, uh, is Denise. Put your hands together uh, for the very funny Denise Lee, everyone. Yay! You got that Okay, here we go. Um, let's see. Uh, I, in high school, I had a huge crush on this guy. We were in the school choir together, so it was definitely unreciprocated love. Uh, my favorite thing about this guy was that he smelled really nice. Like, I didn't even have to, like, creep close to subtly sniff him. Like, I could smell him as soon as I walked, as, as soon as he walked in. Couldn't get enough of his, of his smell. Like, uh, I went up to my best friend and confessed that I had a crush on him. And I was like, what's that cologne he wears? He smells so good. And she was like, uh, that's the smell of the weed that he smokes all the time. And I was like, holy shit, was I born to be a drug addict? I, I, had, a, I had a big problem with drugs in high school. Like, I wanted to try drugs and no one offered. And like, the D.A.R.E. program made me way too optimistic. I was told people would be throwing drugs at me left and right, and they did not. Fucking liars. Uh, but my school's weed dealer was in my calculus class. I guess knowing calculus was <laughs> integral to selling weed. Uh, one day he came up to me before class started, and he was like, yo, can I get the answers to last night's homework? And so I decided to capitalize on this opportunity, do a little trade. I was like, I can give you the answers if you can give me some weed. And he was like, well, how much do you want? That question threw me for a loop. I did not have experience quantifying marijuana. But for some reason, like, my weird-ass brain thought getting weed was kind of like ordering seafood at the supermarket. So I was like, I don't need much. Maybe just, like, two pounds or something, freshly, freshly caught if possible. And the weed dealer, like, literally laughed in my face. He was like, are you out of your mind? And I was like... No, but I'm trying to be. Like, that's why we're having this conversation. Uh, and he goes, I'll just take a zero on the homework. Uh, but I was so sheltered. Like, uh, this dude had a bong in his backpack. And I just thought it was an Erlenmeyer flask that he stole from the chemistry lab. I was like, oh, my God, this man has no morals. He wants to copy homework, and he steals school property. Ridiculous. Uh 
So uh, my parents are Taiwanese, and we used to visit my relatives in Taiwan every summer growing up. And I felt very out of place in Taiwan as an American. Like, I look like I'm from there, but my Chinese isn't that good. So when I talk to strangers in Chinese, they just think I'm very stupid. <laughs> but it's okay, because then other strangers hear me speak English, and then they think I'm just a genius, you know? Uh, but I like being able to speak English and, like, help out lost tourists. You know, like, once on the street, I saw this American couple looking at a map, very confused. So I walked up to them, and I was like, do you need help? They looked kind of surprised, and they were like, yeah, like, we're trying to find the subway. And I'm like, okay, no problem. You're going to want to go go to the right, go two blocks that way, make a left, go downstairs, and there's the subway. And they were like, wow, your English is incredible. You should consider living in America. And I was like, I'll think about it. And then we parted ways. I went right. They went left. And I felt really awesome that I was able to help someone with my perfect English. But then I realized I gave them the completely wrong directions. They were supposed to take a left, not a right. Uh, people make fun of my voice for being too precise and articulate. You know, like my voice is probably like overcompensating for like wanting to be as American as possible. Because, like, if you're a white person with bad grammar, that's all, that's understandable. That's maybe even kind of cool sometimes. But if you have, like, my face and you confuse, like, plural with singular, people are just, like, speak English, you know? Uh, I don't really know why I was trying to speak, like, such great English when obviously, like, incompetency is what's usually spoken here. Okay, I don't think I like that one. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> Yay, Denise Lee, yay. Yay, I wish you'd say something in Chinese. I, 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 don't, know any, I don't know anything. Someone tried to teach me something last night, and I already forgot it. Cause, yeah, no, it was, but it was a cool Chinese word, and I was like, damn, and now I've forgotten it. Yay, clap your hands together for Denise, yay. You guys are so tepid today. Thanks, Kavita, that's cool. Um, you're next, it's good, you have the energy. She has enough enthusiasm for the both of us. Put your hands together for Kavita Singh. Yay. Not prepared. Not prepared. Okay. How's everyone doing? Okay. It's finally warm. I, I love it. I love being sweaty and disgusting. All right. Um, 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 um. All right. Okay, so I feel like things have been really stressful lately with abortion rights and, and gun control. I decided that I was gonna actually walk the walk and vote. So I did, I voted in my primaries, in the primaries. And what, something that's really cool in California, which I did not know, is they actually send you a pamphlet of all the candidates and their photos and their statements so you can make an informed decision. Uh, so I read through every single one of them and voted for the cutest. <laughs> it's always a Republican. They have no stress lines. Um, so, so my boyfriend is black, um, and my parents, unfortunately, they don't accept our relationship, um, which I think is because they're racist, right? But I still um, talk about them, talk about him with my mom in the hopes that she'll humanize him more and normalize us being together. Um, and I think it's kind of unfair that they're so judgmental towards him because black and brown people are very similar. We both love spicy, flavorful food, and we both have collectivist cultures, and we both deny mental health as a concept. You know, you're, you're like, hey, mom, 
I have a demon. <laughs> They're like, oh, your demons are over there? Well, look at this rock over here. Now go push it up this mountain. Also, they're not real. Um, also, I don't know what the punchline is for some of these. That's why I'm a little bit, mm, okay, I'll skip that. I, don't, I have to figure out what the punchline is for some of them. But uh, yeah, so, and, and people might say, wow, it's pretty amazing of you to tell your parents that you're dating a black guy. Um, to which I say, someone snitched. <laughs> See, I, I never told my parents. They, they found out. And they found, I, I found out that they found out uh, when I was um, hanging out with my boyfriend on the couch and I got this text from my dad that said, don't do anything that we would be ashamed of. And I was really annoyed I was, and I was shocked. I was shocked because it was both aggressive and also grammatically correct. Like he had like the apostrophe and the, the, the exclamation point at the end. I was like, okay, he means business. Um, but that's a text message that basically says like, I'm 400 miles away and also right here. You know, it's text message that says that your inheritance is at stake. Um, and I was like, no, my privilege, you know. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I thought, you know, maybe it could be my brother, it could be my sister, and then that checked out because my sister's a snake. And I found out because I actually called her, and I was like, why did you tell mom and dad about my relationship with Ryan? And she just goes, because they're your parents. And I was like, snake exposed. It was so easy. It was just, it was very easy. Um, okay. <laughs> oh, this is great, guys. Um, okay, last, the last thing I'll say is I feel like consent is confusing. It really is because there's some women who are very pro verbal affirmations. And then there's some that are just like, let's, why are you laughing at that? Oh, okay. Oh yeah. And then there's some who are very like closed off, who, who are like, I prefer body language. And I feel like I'm very verbal affirming like, yes, let's fuck. But I'm not good at like doing the whole body language thing. Like one time I had invited this guy over to watch a movie and then I suggested that we go into my bedroom, not because I wanted to hook up with him, but because I lived in an Airbnb and people were constantly moving in and out, um, which clearly sent the wrong message uh, as evidenced by him pulling his pants, his <laughs> him unzipping his pants and being like, what are we going to do? And I was like, <laughs> so there's this video that came out where an iguana is being chased by snakes and it's narrated by Snoop Dogg, you know? Anyway, he dumped me afterwards, uh, which was fine. He dumped me and he sent, it was through this text three months later and it was like, hi, I just wanted to realign expectations and let you know that I am not interested slash not feeling it. I hope that we are aligned, best of luck. And I was like, thank you for this perfectly worded syllabus. Where was that when you unzipped your pants during Plazanet Earth, you know? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> bye. <laughs> Yay, Kavita Singh! Yay! Wow, that was super sexy. I, 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 I can just imagine, like, a being, a, 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 I mean, woof, lizard chased by snakes by a Snoop Dogg. I'm, get, I'm about to take my pants off. Is it a real video? Oh, my God, I have to... Um, oof, 
your next comedian. Everybody, put your hands together for David Lattimore. Yay! Oh, cool, man. Fun to be here. Fun to be in a room of six other people who don't give a shit about the Warriors game. That's exactly where I want to be right now. Sometimes my friends ask me to go to sports games. I, I always tell them the same thing. I say, uh, sorry, I have to go sit in the basement of a bar for two hours or so and then say my thoughts for five minutes. I have commitments. I have to say my thoughts for five minutes and see if anyone thinks one of them is funny. And then I'll say that thought again in a slightly bigger bar someday. That's what I tell them. <laughs> yeah. Lauren, you said that you use five pieces of toilet paper every time? I, I have a similar compulsion, but I got to say, that's kind of a lot of toilet paper every time. <laughs> that's I usually, I go three. I always count the same, but I, I go three. I feel like, th yeah, I feel like five is a, a borderline, a little wasteful. I mean, maybe if you're doing one ply, but I don't know. Do you also have to idle your car outside while you're wiping or? <laughs> no, that was a global warming joke. Uh, I learned a little fun fact about the Warriors recently. And you guys know this, the Warriors actually play a game every year at San Quentin Prison. That's a true thing, yeah. Which is pretty cool in some ways, but at the same time, a little fucked up, I think. Because the prison makes sure that every year, no matter how good those prisoners make their basketball team, in their last game of the season, they get absolutely sauced on. That's what happens. The guards are like, oh my god, you guys formed a team, won the prison tournament, appreciated the little things in life regardless of your confinement? Well, uh, Kevin Durant's coming this weekend to make all of you his bitch, so you guys can enjoy that. I think that prison basketball could get some real traction if they started televising it. I think they should take the game a step further. I think they should put it on TV, and if the prisoners win, they get to walk free. That's what I think. I think it would be so good that people would get too into it. You know what I mean? People would get way too into prison basketball if it was on TV. Next thing you know, you just hear some slobbery dad in the back of a bar after a few too many Coors Light. Just like, oh yeah, all the bandwagoners are rooting for Leavenworth this year. They got a crazy double homicide out of Chicago. Killer jump shot. He got a real long contract. 20 years minimum, actually. Guy's killing it. Cool. I uh, I think that we, we live in a day and age when everyone wants to have the right opinions about things. You know, all, all my friends always want to say things that are socially poignant. You know what I mean? But sometimes they trip up. Sometimes you can tell they're not really doing all the research, right? I was talking to this one girl, and she told me, she was like, she was like I cannot believe that in this country, racism just comes down the amount of melatonin in your skin. There was a little trip up there. Did you catch it? I just decided to pretend like she do something I didn't. I was like, fuck, is that what makes you gay? My God. I thought I just couldn't sleep at night. Is that why I want to suck all these cocks all the time? Damn. And I, uh, I went to Mexico a couple weeks ago. First time in Mexico. I got to say, I loved it. Mexico has great vibes. One of my favorite things down there, they have so much national pride. And there's, like, such a good vibe about it. Like, I was chilling in, like, a dive bar just watching a local band play. And at the end of every song, the singer, he'd be like, Gracias, Mexico. And the whole crowd loved it. They were, like, eating it up. 
Imagine if I ended this set with thank you, USA. That would not land. You know what I mean? You have to go to the worst parts of this country for patriotism to be received well. <laughs> like if I did this set in rural Missouri and ended it with thank you, USA, that would be the only thing they liked about my set. They'd be like, I didn't really care for that metrosexual man's comedy, but that USA part at the end, now that was delightful, all right? Uh, that's all for me, guys. Thanks. Yay! David Lattimore, keep clapping. He's so delightful. Yay! Clap, clap, clap. Yay! That was delightful. All right. We still have a couple more comedians left, and we're all hanging in and feeling good, I hope. Uh, we're going to clap your hands more in a slappy-like motion for Miles Benjamin Davis. Yay! That was a fun little tidbit you gave us about the Warriors. I actually think I heard that before, but I forgot about it. But, you know, I think I don't think they should do it for just one game. I think they should do the whole preseason at San Quinn. And, and they should play by prison rules, you know? Because I, I think if the prisoners got to play by their rules, maybe that would cut down on Draymond Green's technical fouls. If he got shanked a couple times, maybe he wouldn't get so many flagrants. Um, yeah, sorry, I'm a little lightheaded. I'm going to get some chocolate. I need something. <laughs> um, I need some sugar. Um, yeah, speaking of Warriors, yeah, fuck yeah. Game three going on right now. I'm going to finish this set and then go bomb somewhere else while I get to watch the game at the same time. Um, what's awesome about the Warriors games is if you show up early enough, you can see Steph's warm-up routines, you know, his, you know, his half-court shots and all that. It's amazing. And did you know, if you show up early enough to a Sacramento Kings game, they let you play. This is true. I played center the last game of the regular season. We got blown out by 1,000 points. And the game was not shown on national television. Um, anyways, uh, happy Pride Month, y'all. Hey. Uh, or as I like to call it, uh, Corporate Pandering Month. Yeah, every June 1st, uh, you know, every corporation's like, give us your money, homos! You know, it's got to be terrifying working for these corporations, you know. Every June 1st, CEO is like, hey, I said we gay today! Now start sucking dick or get out of my office! Jesus, this is Target, what's going on here? Anyway, speaking of queers, what's up? I'm here. Yeah. Right, gay, gay! Sorry, it's a little aggressive way to come out. Um, should I come out to my parents that way? I think they'd appreciate that. Um, in addition to being queer, I'm also non-binary. Yeah, thank you. Um, my preferred pronouns are bruh and bre. Uh, in high school, my pronouns were bitch and bitch ass. I went to a very progressive high school. Um, yeah, I, at this point, I'm, I'm like checking off diversity, all the diversity boxes, like I'm trying to collect Pokemon cards, you know? got to collect them all you know like at this point I'm so many different things like I'm just a walking hate crime waiting to happen in the deep south you know like I, like they're gonna be they're, they're gonna hate crime me but like they're not they're not even gonna know why there's, there's so many shit going on they're like you fucking shit oh, you fucking spit oh, you quit you, damn what the hell is that guy so many things to hate I don't know which one um, 
What else? Sorry, I, I'm really light. <laughs> Can't think straight. I know. Um. Oh, yeah. So what's cool about being non-binary is that, well, now you can't call me a fuckboy anymore. Now I'm a fuck them. Which, honestly, people have been saying that way before. Anytime I show up to a party, people are like, oh, my God, Miles is here? Oh, fuck them. Are they staying? Oh, God, I'm not in the mood. Um, you know, I, I actually uh, got to pull my first uh, did you just misgender me card recently. Um, the host didn't know that, you know, I have come out. It, it's recent. And I know they didn't know. So when they brought me up stage, they are like, oh, this next comic is a real funny dude. And I was like, did you just misgender me? And they were like, uh, 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 what? And all the other comics in the room knew. And they're like, oh, shit. Shit's about to go down. And I was like, it's cool. You didn't know. But I, I had to let her squirm in that for just a little bit, you know? Anyways. Um, yeah, I want to go watch the Warriors game now. Bye. Yay! Miles Benjamin Davis, yay! We've got Newman isn't here, so it looks like we've got one last comic. And he's lovely, and you love him, and put your hands together for Jason King, yay! <laughs> Why is this mic so low? Yeah, give it up for yourselves, everybody. Yeah, you stayed till the end. Congratulations. You guys are supportive. All right, cool. I um, actually learned something pretty cool today. Did you know there are people who are, for, for, money, for their job, they dress up as gnomes, and then they stand in people's gardens, and they get paid $200 for the day. Did you know this? Yeah, so there was there was actually an interview with one of the guys who pays for the service, and he was like, I never knew I'd like it, but I do. <laughs> I feel like pedophiles are watching that at home, like, same. <laughs> I, w I wonder when this guy's going to figure out he's gay, you know? He just, just, just has a bunch of young men and blush and <laughs> tights in his garden. <laughs> Yeah, it's wild. I uh, I have a theory, and I haven't I haven't worked on I haven't written this for this first joke, but um, I have a theory that like Olympic trainers are like the pedophiles we haven't caught yet, right? Because they're just giving like massages to little kids, and <laughs> it's, it's weird, it's strange, you know. I almost feel like pedophiles <laughs> they have like their own version of fuck marry kill, except it's just kill molest train. <laughs> <laughs> right it's like like i'm fucking timmy i'm killing sheila but i'm training jamal <laughs> he's got hops <laughs> um yeah all right i'll write that at home um here's here's uh, something else i've been thinking about um a lot of people don't adhere to the golden rule yeah which is great because the world would be a terrible place if people treated each other like they treated themselves, right? Like, could you imagine how mean people would be? Like, you find a weird bump on your body, so someone comes up to you, pulls out a laptop, starts Googling your symptoms, and then slowly convinces you that you have Lou Gehrig's disease. 
you're standing in the mirror, so they come up next to you, lift your shirt, pinch your belly fat, and then tell you you look disgusting. <laughs> Is that one too real? Uh, let's see. You're having a good day. So they just come up next to you and whisper that one time in high school where you embarrassed yourself. <laughs> you guys never do that? Okay. Well, this joke is going to come down to thinking of examples of, be me, me, of me being mean to myself. You're a kid. Your parents are getting divorced. <laughs> so someone comes up to you and tells you it's your fault. <laughs> then you convince yourself that it's not. And then they come back again. They're like, well, they were okay when your sister was around. All right, I got to figure out examples of being mean to myself. Okay, cool. Let's see. I uh, I'll tell I'll tell one more one more joke. I, I people have already heard this in this room, so I don't know how valuable it is for you guys. That's how you know. I'll tell it for the people in the back. But um, I was recently at a gym, and I was working out with these rubber bands, and I uh, slapped the shit out of this lady behind me. Um. And I was freaking out. She was white. And uh, I was like, she's going to scream. A manager's going to show up. Uh, and then I turned around, and then she, she does this. Which means, what the fuck in sign language? And I was like, you know, usually I don't wish disabilities on anybody. But it is really convenient for me that you can't yell right now. <laughs> Ideally, you couldn't feel. <laughs> But we don't always get the disabilities we want. <laughs> and that I shouldn't have said out loud, because she could definitely hear. <laughs> and that's when she struck me, and I called the manager, and she was speechless. <laughs> yeah, she gasped so loud that it was the only time her mouth made noise. <laughs> um, all right, guys, my time. Thank you very much. Peace out. Hooray, Jason King, yay. Well, friends, we did it. I mean, Newman Jake didn't make it, but um, everyone went, and I went at the beginning. Thanks, everybody, for being here. I guess maybe it's the game, or I don't know what happened, but have fun, and I don't know, go to Slade. or um, The thing is open for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Submissions are open, I should say that. And tomorrow at Atlas... Um, I always leave guest sets for comics that just show up for the show. So after the booked comics go up, if you want to do some time tomorrow afternoon outside on the patio at Atlas, come on by and we'll fit everybody in. Actually, there's 10 reservations tomorrow, which is like mind blowing. It's like, okay. And then there's regulars. They're always there. It's weird. You guys know what it's like. Um, yeah. And then tomorrow, the Valencia Art Corridor in between, uh, we'll be performing at 430 in between 19th and 20th Street. And I uh, picked up a new open mic at Baby Blue's Barbecue on Mission in Presida starting next Wednesday at 7 o'clock. So it's a new mic every Wednesday at 7. And the best thing about them, they're, well, not the best, but they're going to have $5 good beers, uh, standard deviant beers if you like that good beer. And $5 for a can is a pretty fucking good deal. And so that's a new open mic. And uh, check out our schedule on our Eventbrite. And again, thanks everybody for coming. Bye, go have fun.
Newman just showed up. All right, everybody uh, who's still here, clap your hands together for Newman. David. Wow, this is so intimate. I feel like we just talk about whatever we want. What's your name, sir? Erie? That's a cool name. I know a street named after you. Different spelling? Cool. Gary. Oh, Gary. There's probably a street named after you. There's not a name. Yeah. City? In Indiana. Oh, uh, really? So, a lot of talent. I, I could see talent oozing from you. You seem like a very charismatic person. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to get to your level. Thank you. Tardy but charismatic is my Tinder bio. So that's Yeah, what do I want? I used to be a Ross security guard, do you know that? You you shouldn't know that. If you know that I'm I'd be kind of scared. But yeah, I used to be a Ross security guard cuz you know, I'm a very intimidating person. Do you feel it? No. Okay. Thank you. You're flattering me be a Ross security guard and I think that was the perfect job for me because I used to steal so much shit as a security guard you know because like who's gonna stop me myself of course not and I remember my manager she was like Newman you're a horrible security guard people are stealing shit all the time and I'm sure she meant it as like an insult but that was the nicest compliment she ever gave me because I was like He's just, just saying I'm a great thief, you know? That's cool. Yeah. What else is there? Um, Sir, what sex position do you think you came from? That's not a sex position, man. You might be right about that, actually. That's that's cool. I think I came from reverse cow... <laughs> you are charismatic. You just roasted me during my own set. That's cool. That was very, I feel so high right now. This might not be real. Yeah, I think, but I think I came from reverse cowgirl. I really do. Cause now as an adult, I just refuse to face the things that are fucking me in life. You know, like that's where I'm at. Yeah. What else do I want to talk about? I feel like God's a horrible therapist, you know? Cause, um, like I'm going to, I'm going to therapy and I told my religious friend like that, and he was like, I don't go to therapy. God's my therapist. And I was like, yeah, I could tell. You seem like that type of person. You know, you have a lot of problems in life. No, no, like God God seems like a horrible therapist because you can't go to God and be like, I'm sad. Because he, he made you sad, you know, like he knows that's his doing. Okay, I'm working on that. I, um, I used to, what else do I want to talk about? I, very insecure very insecure person here's how insecure i am i tell like i'm so i care so much about people's opinions that when people say i don't care about other people's opinions i'm like yeah man i don't care about that i don't care about other people's opinions either just to make them like me you know like that's okay that's a fact so that's fair what else do i want to talk about i i would join isis i really would because, like, I would join ISIS if they gave me better health care than my current job. That's where I'm at. 
Like, I don't know what they're doing with those beheading videos. They're just offering me dental. I will join ISIS in a heartbeat. I'll kill myself for dental. This set is brought to you by Prozac, by the way. I am. Um, you know that they made a Gandhi movie in the 90s? Did you know that? Yeah, it starred, like, Ben Kingsley, who's, like, half Indian, which which is enough. You know, that's how much we need. And I'm glad they made that movie in the 90s. I really do, because... There's no Indian actor today that could pull off Gandhi, you know? Like, Dev Patel is too hot. And I'm not ready for Aziz Ansari to be Gandhi. You know, that seems... We're gonna fight the British guy. Okay. I'm working on that act. But we'll get there. And I feel like Aziz Ansari as Gandhi would be like... It'd be like Tyler Perry being Malcolm X, you know? It just seems wrong. But, uh... I don't know. I don't like it when uh, white people hate Asian people. Because that just feels like cultural appropriation, you know? Because, like, Asian people hating Asian people, that's a pretty Asian thing to do, you know? That's... Thank you for that. Okay, you're white, you don't get it, but... Asian people love that joke. Or they don't. It's fine. I, um... What do I want to end with? I haven't done crack yet, but I'm getting there, you know? Like, it's it's time. I feel like if I do crack, I'm going to do crack in a dare t-shirt. It's like, fight this is. I'm going to be very ironic about crack. All right, I think that's my time. Goodbye, guys. Yay! Yay, Newman Shake. I'm glad you made it and that we were all still here. Thank you, everybody, for staying for Newman. That was really kind and supportive of you. And thank you for donating to Mutiny Radio um, at our Venmo Mutiny Radio. Really, really appreciate that and helps keep the doors open. And this was a great week because I applied for this grant. I submitted, and and so we're just going to, fingers crossed, uh, find out in September if we get this $15,000 would be crazy. Um, all right. Thanks, everybody. Come to the show tomorrow at Atlas. And again, I said I, I'll um, leave time for everybody at the end after because also someone dumped out. So I only have like three actual booked people. So there's tons of time on the show tomorrow if you want to come hang out. And there's actual 10 reservations, which is nutballs. So come on out to Atlas on 20th and Alabama. And then, um, yeah, we'll see you at the next show. I'm sorry, I'm so high today. Uh, next uh, Monday, Joke Workshop, 6 o'clock. Okay, bye.
guys don't wear white. Don't wear Don't wear white. They don't wear white. They don't wear white. They don't wear white. They don't wear white. Well, live my life and never stop to worry.
Folks, I forgot earlier to mention that UniRadio.fm is in need of funding. So when you come through that website, click us some dough, because uh, we all know that love's supposed to uh, make the world go round. But you can't pay your bills with love unless uh, there's some kind of organized crime involved. And also thanks again to... Uh, Alfred's House of Trousers. Against 
check, 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 one, two, one, two.
funny when she speaks. So yeah, man. Anyway, this kind of reminds me of those uh, Toys from Toy Story. I was telling Celador too, like my videographer couldn't make it, so she's uh, we'll, we'll do like when we do this, we'll run the lives and all that. I'll have a homeboy just like record it. We'll keep it in general, yeah, just kind of chill. And then uh, the Nard one question I have, I have is one that has to do with case name. Do you know somebody by the name of Seth? Looks independent. Skateboarder guy that lives out here in the hate, but uh, I told him like I spit that he said he was doing case name. Seth Camillo? Yeah, it's Seth. out here in Camillo. have like a series of like 15 questions, yeah. 14 are ones that I wrote, one coming from the homie Key Venom. Oh, sweet. Yeah, so I think it's time to. Oh, thank you, my brother. Oh, shit, my bad, bro. Nice. Thanks, uh, TD. Yeah. You ever come out with a vinyl? Let me know. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a hard vinyl collector, that's, that's why.